podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 495 today. I I think you're going to really love the discussion I had today. This was a coaching call. Um, You can see there's a theme Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We've been doing coaching calls. Um, But I just really think it's important in November to see what we kind of do at teachhoops.com. But this was a great one. This was just a coach that wanted to talk through some stuff. It wasn't a huge one on X's and O's, but you know, every coach has different problems that they need solved. And I've been, and I've been through them all as a veteran coach. Um, unlike a lot of the things, it seems like every two, two days, someone's popping up with a new basketball course or a new play or a new playbook or PDF. And all those things are great. But I think what makes teachhoops.com so unique is um, I will respond it, I've been through those battles. Um, I just think it's a great way to kind of go over and, and check that out. Also, um, before we uh, head off to the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to Dr. Dish, um, the number one shooting machine on the market. I'll just, I'll just say it. I, I can't imagine it isn't. Um, also, make sure that you go over and check them out and mention Coach Unplugged or High School Hoops, and they'll take care of you. And we would love right now if you pause your treadmill, stop the car. Um, if you would leave a review for Coach Unplugged, I know I don't say that on a regular basis, but those do mean a lot to us. All right, let's head off to the podcast. I'm not sure exactly what what you guys uh, typically do in these, but I've only been on for a couple of days on the yep. website. No worries. Looking, uh, so it's w- basically two ways. So every other week I do one-on-one calls, and then the other week I do like office hours where people just come in. And there'll be a bunch of us together just talking. Yeah. So, um, either way to get questions answered or brain. My number one, my number one thing this year is I have a good returning team. Okay. And I have about three guys that got somewhere from division two to division one interest this summer. Okay. I don't think any of them are actually going to play. We've had a lot of, we've had three in the last five years, kids go division one, but none of these guys are probably going to get to that level. But my thing is playing where they're not just looking for exposure every right. game. They're right. not worried about scoring. Right. I talked to them about it yesterday. Right. I think they get it. It's hard when the it's hard when the bright lights go on. So um, what what uh, so can they score? Uh, well, one or two of them are returning. Like they'll be third year starting varsity guys. Okay. You know, they played with Zion Griffin. That's at Iowa State. You know, they yep. know what it's like to be big gym, a lot of people. Okay. They can both score, go off 20, 30 points. Okay. Um, one's a guard that really developed. The other one, I he was just a random – somebody said, hey, I like one of your players, and I'm expecting it to be Billy right. Durkin or Aaron Timms. And a guy from North Dakota says, you know, my 5'9 shooting guard that must have hit like 12 threes right. in, in some summer game where there's no defense, but – that's my biggest fear is just everyone's trying to score 20 points every game. Right. So, so here's what I did when I've had, when I had talent like that is I ran a very structured offense. Mm-hmm. I controlled them because I knew I could let them go whenever I needed to. <laughs> um, so, you know, I would run the swing, I'd run the triangle. I would do something where you would go from a to B because literally I can clear out a side and just let them go. Yeah. Um, 
So, and, and I used it to slow them down is what I did. Um, so that's one way. Second way is um, you got, are you thinking of pressuring and pressing and running? You know, we, we have such a variety in our league. I mean, we're the smallest school wise in our conference. We have the proviso East of the world who are, yep. you know, it's, yeah. it's just, uh, it's, 32 minutes of hell. You know, we've right. had a lot of success against them. We probably won 60% of our games against them. Okay. But it's, we can't play too fast. Okay. Um, you know, my, my, I have a six, six big that's really athletic, but after him, we're going to drop off quite a bit. It might just be five guards. Right. So what are you thinking defensively then? So you're going to have to do something defensively to maybe slow pace up and change. Yeah, well, and that's one of the other things. Last year we were we weren't as good as we have been defensively, but we've always done a pretty good job of taking the other team's best player away, knowing every set they're going to yep. do. Yep. And we're not this group's not going to be as good at that. And right. I'm looking for that. It might even be trapped four or five times a half. Yes, and what I'm thinking, so so here's what I've been thinking about on my long walks too, is um, how we have quick hitters and plays for the offensive yeah. end. I'm thinking the exact same thing for the defensive end to change momentum. Um, and I've always I've always been a big guy in changing defenses when things yeah. are on feel like, ooh, this ain't working. Let's get out. You press all game. You can't cause a turnover, and you sit in a two-three, and they throw the ball out of bounds. Three. Right. Well, and here's something I noticed in the last two years when my teams were. I mean, I've had really great teams, but we were good. We've been good last couple of years, but not great. Good. Um, that that sometimes my gut isn't always right. Like. So I have my co I have an assistant coach actually tracking how our defense is working. I'll go and I say, Hey, we gotta get out of this. We should run, you know, go from man to a one three one. He goes, Well, we just stopped them five straight times. That's not the problem. Um, so I think, you know, or they just scored three times, Steve, time to change. <laughs> um so I think that's something to look at, especially with a group like because that can change momentum. Like we'll go to a zone at the end of a game just to take some yeah. time off the clock. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, you know, you're playing man, you're playing man, and then all of a sudden two minutes to go with you're up six and you go zone. It takes most high school kids 30 seconds to figure out what the hell you're in. And that was one of my other – we almost went to last year, the old uh, Bayline man, one three one and something else and just constantly change. Right. I've done that. I just didn't want to sacrifice this year coming up and letting guys – to win maybe two more games last year. Right. Every every team in our conference had a six four division one kid that we literally had to run back, get in a two three zone and play a matchup man just so they couldn't just beat us right to the bat. So could you could you uh, could you use a combo D like a triangle yeah. two, something like that where you put the big boy down to protect the rim and then one of the you you can have these guys like your job is to chase that will you know put things in perspective for them. Yeah, we've we've done a little bit of that, and I mean, you know how it is. You just got to find, figure some stuff out early, and right. Like I'm not, I'm always a big adjust to talent. I mean, three or four years ago, I had a six eleven center that went to Northwestern. You know, it was right. really easily to funnel stuff towards him. Right. You know, but my six three post player. The but if your guards, maybe you want to ice. Maybe you want to just keep them on the sideline. Yeah. That's, well, that's the other thing that I'm looking at right now. I want to get more aggressive switching 
And, and I mean, I know that's going to be a trend after Texas Tech last year. Like, that's always a big thing. You know, people, everybody ran Villanova's offense last year, right. Texas Tech. But, like, I like how they're pushing more and more to the sideline. I've thought about doing that. Our only problem is some of the – because we play some inner city schools, we play some suburban schools. Right. They'll beat us to the basket with the wrong hand. They don't even care. <laughs> they'll, you right. Know, well, then maybe you trap on the baseline. Hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying that. Um, if you could, right now, leave us a review. Even if it's just a five-star review, that's great. Or if it's a written review, I read every one of them. They do mean a lot to us, no matter where you listen, especially on iTunes. Um, also, make sure you go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. We're all kind of creeping up. We can see basketball season off there in the in the horizon. Um, can't imagine a better time to come join before all the changes that are going to be happening happen. Um, also, if you would like to help us out um, in any shop, do any shopping in Amazon, you can click our Amazon link down below. And that would be one way. Um, every time you purchase something, we get a, a little uh, little kickback and, you know, as an affiliate link. So I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Let's get back to it. Yeah. So if you push baseline, the way I sell it sometimes when we push baseline and we're, we're really funneling baseline is I'll, I'll sell them as, First of all, that first help has to be there or they're going to dunk on you. And then once that help comes, then we're trapping there because that, that pat, no one ever passes behind, you know, as they're driving to the, let's say they're driving to the right, ba- to the, to the basket on the right side and they get down to that short corner. They're not, they're very few kids can drop step and kick back to the three. Yep. They're looking opposite. Like, you know, so that's where we've had a lot of luck with that. Um, because it's almost like opening a candy store when you give them that, like, they can see the light and it's like, ooh, I can make it. And then you, you know that they're not going to make it or hopefully not make it. Now, what have you done for traps? Like, we were talking about quick hitters. I mean, I've, I've trapped the first pass. We've trapped, you know, from behind. Yeah, it depends uh, on how smart your team is. Like, we've done left-right. We've done first pass. We've done only on the side. You know, again, it's, you know, if my team isn't very bright, then I have to do, like, first pass over half court. See, that's one of our interesting things. We are, we are very diverse. Right. We, like, we have incredibly smart kids. Like, one of my best players is going to go to probably University of Chicago and play. Right. (laughs) We have kids that aren't going to qualify, and, which is about the same thing every year. You know, we're kind of, we we have it's a very good mix for success that you just you basically describe my on my team basically and, and my son's gonna my son's gonna try to go play at Col go to get into colby which is like going to university of chicago and then and then we got guys that like Ooh, yeah you yeah you're not gonna people are like why don't you run this set that has a back screen after six reverses yeah right like, yeah that ain't gonna happen my yeah. six seven kid it took us a whole year to convince him where to go yeah. points yeah, so then I think I think easier what I, I'm telling you, I think as simple as make miss works with a team like yeah. that. It, it, you'd be I mean, even though the coach that's over there knows it's make miss, the kids that are playing are just playing. <laughs> it's like, whoa, are they in man? Are they in zone? Are they in, you know, whatever it is. And then the other thing I guess, you know, what do you do whenever you have those long man runs and you start trapping after a timeout or something and they hit a three. How do you convince yourself to do it again? It's hard. Trust me. It's hard. It's hard. Um, My theory, I've gone the other way that we're just going to hit a three on you now. Um, (laughs) You know, 
we're gonna we're gonna score within the first ten seconds before you have a shot. The thing is, my I don't know how good of shooters you have, but my theory is like if you get an open look and it's a and your feet are set and you put your time in, it's going in a lot yeah. from us. Yeah. Um, I mean, your league's probably like our league. If you get no, I mean, getting open threes is a hard thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean the scouting's so good now, and you know everybody's right. big into it. And, I mean, well, that's one of the things I'm worried about of doing a lot of rotations on D. Of I've I've statted all of our shots, you know, every year. But we're every year we're sixty percent on kickout threes and just crap on everything but kickout threes. I haven't scouted our defense in the same way of the exact threes. Like, I know everybody's obsessed with threes now, which is true, but they're not all the same. Like, that's what I have to sell. No, so we, we, this is interesting because what we're thinking of doing this year is we're thinking first 10 seconds we get the ball is a fast break. Mm-hmm. And so if we can get it up and get an open three, we got some shooters, great. If we don't attack the rim, if you don't get to the rim, someone's following and you're going to kick. And that's what I think we'll get shots because yeah. kids don't transition well. Um, and I don't think coaches work on that transition D well. Um, yeah. so that's what I think. I think we'll get the secondary shot, not the initial one. Very Without long. running an actual secondary of just playing side, side, side. I've done this for 30 years. I've never been successful running a secondary. <laughs> I told my guys they weren't not even allowed to say it anymore. Like, I, no. I, I, I mean, uh, if someone can come up with a way to do, I mean, I, and again, I haven't probably spent enough practice time on it, but I've tried. I have tried to run a secondary. And that's going to be our secondary. It's like, okay, if you don't have the three, you better attack the rim. It's almost like a little bit of a dribble drive. Yeah. And then if you can't get to the rim, someone's following, you better jump stop and look because someone's going to be open. Uh, yeah. It might even be a guy flashing the paint. but um, that's, We see so much. I don't know about you, but we see so much. We hardly see any just regular man. No, you know, crazy pressure. We see a lot of one, two, two zone now. You know, I give, I always, Wheaton South and York's coach, your friends, when I'm always giving them crap, I've like, ruined our whole area. Now right. everybody's playing one, two, two ball press. Right. So I would do something that they're not doing. Who, what yeah. are they not doing in your area? Are they not doing a one, three, one? Are they not doing, what are they not doing? Well, that's one of the reasons why we've done some one, three, one and some two, three when we've gone in like, Give me something besides one, two, two, because we're not going to be any good at it compared right. to everybody else. And, right. You know, it's, I think one, three, one, two is good. You know, my big guy, I can put him, if he's has two fouls in the second quarter, I can put him up top. And, you put him in the paint and just say, don't, don't let him pass it in there and don't be yeah. silly on those stupid reach around fouls and you'll be fine. Yeah. But, and I mean, there's a lot of traps you can do. You know, I was, I remember going to uh, Lewis University practice a couple of years ago, and he was talking about how they go one three one when they're down. He's like, you don't have anything good against it, which is very true. Right. <laughs> Not much, especially if anything works pressure wise at the end of the game, I guess. But right. And then, you know, it, yeah, and, and it extends you, and the kids are in the right spot to trap. That's the thing. As long as you protect yeah. the rim, you're in good shape. And, you know, it's, you're going to have to live with some of those threes and layups underneath. But, you know, that's uh, – just got to – I'm getting older and coaching now. I think this is year 10 as a head coach. I'll just breathe deep and say we'll go down to the other end and score. Right, right. Yeah, that's what you have to do. All right, any, any, any questions? 
I don't think so. Okay. Just uh, enjoying being on there and going to keep checking out the site. Yep. Let me know if you have any questions. And then, uh, yeah, make sure you jump on one of the office hours. It'll be awesome. All right. Okay. Sounds Thanks, good. Coach. Thanks a lot. Yep. Bye. Hey, Coach. I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like. Leave a written review. We would love those. Also, I would ask that you go down and think about joining teachhoops.com. I know you've been thinking about it. It's like, oh, should I do it? It's a lot of money. It's like, trust me, it will pay for itself. I would not, I, you know. I have partners I have to pay, but it is worth every penny. So go over and check it out. Um, and then if you're going to do any shopping, click that Amazon link down below. Sports Social Podcast Network.